Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast. I created this podcast along with my blog and brand to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life. I truly believe that we all have the power to live a life we love, and to do so, it's so important to be in tune with ourselves and be open to growing and evolving. I believe that once we can trust ourselves and our vision, that's when we can thrive. So with this podcast, I plan to discuss all things to do with self-reflection, personal growth, mindsets, and self-belief, all aspects that affect us in our everyday life. If you feel connected to my message and want to listen more often, I will be sharing one podcast a week, so make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Welcome back. So (laughs) welcome back, everyone. I hope you've been having a lovely June. I can't believe it's already June. It's insane. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Robin Scott, who's a social worker and the founder of The Diary of an Empath. I really enjoyed the episode and there was so much to take away from it. One thing I really reflected on was the whole idea of the fact that you can be a good person and not have to sacrifice your own happiness. And it's very obvious, but I grew up thinking that I had to do everything for everyone else. I had to be that good girl. I needed to do things that maybe I didn't want to do just to make other people happy. And I realized that over time, that's not the case. And I think I really grew into my own skin and I'm really thankful. And I really appreciate Robin for opening up about her own life. So that was a great episode. Make sure to check it out. Episode 29, Being an Empath and Setting Energetic Boundaries with Robin Scott. And you can listen to that right after this episode. So I hope you enjoy. I just want to also preface this whole episode with the fact that this is going to be a solo episode. I absolutely love having guests on the show and it's obviously something I'm going to always do. I think it is important to have those solo episodes because at the end of the day, that's how the show started and I think it's important to share my voice and to share my thoughts. So I was just kind of reflecting recently on how things have really changed since the past year, especially going into the summer. Last summer, I lost my grandma and she lived with me and my family. I lived at home. I still have a home, but at the time, I lived with both my grandparents and both my parents and that was last July. So going into June and kind of the start of this new summer, it's crazy to think that a year ago today, I had no idea where I would be now. I'm in a different apartment completely with my family in a completely different area than where we lived before. Obviously, I lost my grandma. That was a huge change. I have a new part-time job I never knew existed before, just recently actually, and I didn't have this podcast. This didn't exist trust and thrive didn't exist. I think I was wellness with Tara at this point. So it's just crazy to me to think how much has changed. And so I've really been reflecting on the idea of change and how we can either resist it or we can embrace it. Obviously change is scary, but it also brings new experiences, new layers to your life. So right now my family's finally selling our old house and we're just going through a lot of the old memories. And my mom has been bringing back old notes and just childhood memories I had and my brother had as well and it made me very nostalgic I I'm usually you know I'm very open to change and I realize that you know life is unpredictable it's a circle of life you lose people and if you're lucky enough to lose them in the order of a grandparent first as weird as that sounds it's just the most ideal way I don't want to say ideal but it's true you'd rather lose a grandparent at an old age than a kid in the family from a freak accident or something. So I'm very lucky in the sense that, for example, I've had 
both my grandparents for so long on my mom's side. I met my dad's mom when I was a baby and he lost his dad when he was a teenager. So I didn't really know his side, but to have grown up with both my grandparents, I think is an incredible blessing. And so for this change to have happened, but for it to have been something that was part of life and it's the best way I guess you could say it could have happened in the sense that she was surrounded by family and loved ones so that said it was just a lot of change and I lived in that childhood home for so long I actually was two I think when we moved into that house very bittersweet and one thing it really made me think of is the idea of change because I'm only 24 and I feel like so much has changed in this past year honestly more than ever in my life this was the biggest year of change for me and even then that's nothing even then this is just the start of my life you know I think I grew up in the same house for a very long time so this was a huge change for me and I still live with my family I'm still saving up and I'm still figuring out what I want to do next and I have no shame in that I think maybe a year ago I would have felt a little embarrassed saying that like yeah I'm 24 and I live at home but I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I'm saving money, I'm working hard, and I'm I'm figuring out what the next step is, and that's part of life. And that aside, I know I'm going on so many tangents, but that's what this podcast is about. You know, go on these tangents, then circle back around and tie everything together. So I was looking through these old memories, these old childhood memories, and thinking, it's bittersweet. I, I miss my childhood in some sense. For example, there are certain people in my life who were there that are in my life right now. And I think I've been very good with that change, but recently it's been scarier than ever, I think, because it's hitting me that it's been a year since this dramatic shift in my life. You know, my grandma passed away and then we moved and it was just so many different changes from losing a loved one in your life, someone you lived with, to losing your childhood home and moving away from that, to figuring out what you want to do next because I was in a weird shift in my career. I had just left my full-time job that I didn't like and I was figuring out what to do next. And even though I'm still figuring that out every day, you know, I'm not like super stable right now. Right now I have more of a clear vision and goal and super hopeful and I feel better about where I am, I guess you can say, than a year ago where I really had no clue. So with that said, I was researching on change and this idea of embracing change and resisting change. And I think that determines your life quality so much because I think people who are genuinely successful embrace change. True leaders have to embrace change because there will always be change and it's okay to be scared of change. Of course we all are, but to move forward despite it and to figure out ways to embrace it is important as opposed to resisting it and just complaining and not wanting to change. Change is a part of life with technology, with evolution. If we don't embrace change, then we're really just keeping ourselves back. So I looked up a few reasons as to why we are afraid of change, whether that is in a relationship, whether that's in your business, or if that's a loss. There are so many fears that come with change and it's working through them. So one of the fears is obviously we all fear uncertainty and the unknown. I think that's a pretty obvious one. When it's change and we've never experienced it, we don't know what's to come. And that's scary. We live our lives wanting to be in control. We all want to be in control. Even if we say we don't, We do. We like knowing that the sun will rise tomorrow. And we don't know that. At the end of the day, it's possible that it won't. You know, I say these things like it's a new day tomorrow and I believe that. But to be just very real, you don't know. (laughs) Nothing is certain. Nothing is certain. And not in a negative way. It's just the truth. And if anything, that's liberating because you realize you don't know what's going to happen. You kind of just have to live in the moment and be present and accept that. And once you accept that, that's super liberating. But I read this quote, and it's so true, that says, Anticipation can cause more damage than change itself. 
I completely agree. I mean, and I don't want to speak for other people and for, you know, the biological reasons behind anxiety. But for me, anxiety has come from that anticipation, that anticipation of what's to come as opposed to what really is going to happen or what will happen. So it's learning to embrace these situations as opposed to fighting back. If you get fired from your job tomorrow, a job that you really loved, of course, that would be really unfortunate and it would suck. That's that's true. I'm not saying get over it, embrace it. You know, it's not so simple. I'm not trying to say that everything should be positive. Obviously, if you lose a loved one, that is so incredibly hard. It's so incredibly hard and going through these changes can be so difficult. Last year was just such emotional and, you know, I'm so thankful and lucky in many ways. I have incredibly supportive, loving people in my life and we were all there for each other, but that change can still be so difficult. So I'm not saying just get over it, but if that change were to happen, say you got fired from that job, it's just, it's the perspective of thinking, okay, I am going to move forward despite this. And at the end of the day, I can't control that I was fired or not. At the end of the day, I can't control loss. I can't control the fact that I may have been fired. Yes, maybe you could have controlled it before in the sense that if you got fired for being too late too many times or not completing a project, yes, you may, maybe could have controlled that. But you can't control the fact that they made that decision already and that's how it is. But you can control how you react and that's the only thing you can control. So I think that's one thing with change that's so scary is we don't have an answer to it. And I think that makes so many people go crazy. That makes humans go crazy because we just want the answer to things, the anticipation of what's going to come. And it's fun when you're watching a TV show. It's fun when you don't know what's going to happen. But when it's real life, it's scary. The unknown is terrifying, but also the most exciting thing because it could be anything. Easier said than done, but it's something to work towards to learn to embrace that you can't control what's going to happen. I can't control the death of a loved one, for example. That is super hard and we can control how we move forward, but it's realizing that we only have control over that. So even if you confess your love to someone and you so badly want to be with them and you tell them you love them and you you let them know, even if they care about you, If they don't feel that way, if they don't love you back, you can't control that. And that's what's scary. Another quote that is so true is we fear the unknown because we can't anticipate the outcome. And as humans, we want the outcome, you know, we want the answers, we want the proof, we want to know. And the more we resist that and the more we try so hard to make it our way, as opposed to going along with it, the unhappier we'll be. There are things we can do and change and take control over but we can't control the unknown we can work hard we can do all we can we can keep fighting towards something we believe in we can keep working hard but at the end of the day we don't know what's to come and then there's also the fear of failure we're human we don't want to fail the whole word failure has so many different meanings to so many different people and for me failure is really just not trying in something you really believe in because you're scared i think that's failure and 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 you know We've all experienced that, so I'm not trying to put anyone down, but I think that's failure, not mistakes. Mistakes aren't failures, in my eyes at least. I know everyone has different definitions, but mistakes aren't failures. If my kids don't do a great job on a test, but they tried their best, they tried their absolute best, didn't get a good grade, or they tried something and they didn't get it right, I hope I can teach them that that's a learning experience. I don't want to put that in their heads, that that's a failure. Because at the end of the day, you're not yelling at a little baby and calling them a failure for not walking when they try, for getting up and trying to walk, but they can't. 
you don't call them failure for that. That's a learning experience that will turn into them eventually being able to walk. They're learning. That's life. Life is those little baby steps. We call them baby steps for that reason. They're actual baby steps towards our goals and towards what we want and desire. And then from there, we keep moving forward with more baby steps. And sometimes we move forward with bigger steps. We take bigger risks and bigger steps. But those baby steps are important. They're a learning experience. They're not failures and mistakes. If you look at life in that way that every learning experience is a failure or every mistake is a failure, then of course you're going to be scared to take risks. Of course you're going to be scared to try new things because why Why would you do it? Because it's very likely that you'll fail. So many successful people we look at now, successful I want to put in quotes because we all have different definitions of that, but say just influential people we see now who are pretty well known for what they're doing and they're making an impact in the world, those people have gone through so many learning experiences. They have made so many mistakes. And many people would say that they failed many times throughout their life to get to where they are. But to me, they didn't fail because they kept going. And that's all that matters. If you keep going despite those mistakes, despite those hardships and struggles and mess ups, then you really never failed. I just think you fail when you stop. When you stop doing what you really believe in because you're scared or because you made a mistake. And that's how so many, I've noticed, I feel like I've noticed that's how so many parents to approach, you know, I'm not, I'm not a parent yet, so I can't speak for other parents. It's just a pattern I've noticed, but many parents put their kids down for these mistakes and then they're scared of taking that risk in the future because they don't want to disappoint people. And that's another thing, the fear of being ridiculed. You don't want to be embarrassed or disappoint people in your life. Those are so many fears that come with change. Maybe the fear of being ridiculed and embarrassed, the fear of inadequacy, the fear of not being good enough. Can I do it? Am I even good enough to try this? In the same way, we don't want to put ourselves out there if we think we're going to be ridiculed. You think starting this podcast was easy? Hell no. (laughs) If anything, I'm actually a very private person, which you wouldn't think so, but (laughs) I'm pretty private. Like I'm very open and I would like to think I'm a very good listener and I love opening up to my close friends, but I'm not one to just open up about all my feelings, especially to to anyone. Anyone can hear this. (laughs) Anyone can listen. I may have never met you before and now you know a lot about me. That to me used to be terrifying to think I'm being so vulnerable and opening up myself to other people. What if they judge me? What if they think what I have to say doesn't make sense? What if they think I'm inadequate? The more you get to know yourself, the more you embrace the fact that it's okay not to know everything. It's okay not to know everything. It's okay to be lost. It's okay to be figuring it out. It's okay to be a young 24-year-old. It's okay to be in your 50s and still feel lost. I don't think we're ever going to have it all figured out. And that's something I discuss all the time, but it's that liberating feeling of just not caring. We so often don't want to try something new and change something because we don't want to be ridiculed. We don't want to be embarrassed. So me starting this podcast, for example, was a huge change, a huge change in who I thought I was. I kind of put this label on myself that I'm not one to fully open up or share. And I've always wanted to have a podcast and just talk, but that's scary. (laughs) That's very different than what I've ever done. Why would I do that? And that's exactly why I did it. It's different than anything I've ever done. And I truly believe if you want to get to places you've never been before, you have to do things you've never done. 
And I'm not saying you have to do every little thing people tell you to do. I'm not saying just fall for peer pressure and do things you're super uncomfortable with. Obviously, know yourself well enough to also have that strength and make those decisions, but make yourself a little uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable starting this, but also I was so excited. I think that's also one thing about change. It's, it's not just like you're scared of change and then this person loves change and they're excited. It's not so simple. I think change comes with all those aspects, depending on what it is. Obviously, if it's loss, you may not feel that excitement. You may just feel that sadness and wanting someone back in your life and also fearing what's to come after fearing a life without that person that's one thing i feared what is my life going to be like obviously i knew i would be fine you know but what is my new life what is my grandpa's life what is my mom's life my dad's life everyone in my family my brother's life what is our life going to be like without my grandma we can obviously all support ourselves we have each other but it's it's scary to not know And so going into any situation can be terrifying, whether you're going into a new school, starting a new project, whether you're going into a new career, whether you're leaving a new job. It was scary for me to leave my job. And obviously I come from a very, I'm very clear about this, a very privileged place. You know, my family's not like crazy well off or anything at all. And I'm still working and doing all of that. But I realize that I'm very privileged in the sense that I was able to still live at home so that when I did leave my job I could figure it out I wasn't out of state and paying for my rent and trying to figure it out and I know not everyone has opportunities so I'm very lucky in that sense that I have that and I had that but doesn't devalue the fact that it was scary it was a scary change because I didn't know what I was going to do and I was excited to move out right away I was excited to feel like I had it figured out but I didn't and I had to be honest with myself Those external sources having that apartment or being able to go to all these festivals or being able to say I worked here did not fulfill what really mattered. I could have stayed there and been comfortable in that sense, but I was so unhappy internally that change was more appealing to me. The change of figuring out what matters to me, what I want to pursue, and being okay with not knowing, and being okay with telling the world that. It's so liberating. I'm right here like, I don't know. (laughs) Life is not so simple. I have a vision, I have ideas in mind, but I don't have it figured out and that's the truth and it's so funny too because everyone has such a different perspective when it comes to that kind of change i obviously left my job and so when i would tell my friends and my loved ones i said i was genuinely not happy here you know it the people were great i know it can be a really fun industry it just wasn't for me it just wasn't for me when i told my loved ones that it's interesting the ones i feel like i connected to the most were like good for you good for you for listening to yourself And I know this will bring great opportunities for you. And I would say that to my friend. If my friend came and said, man, I really wasn't happy and I left and it's scary. I would say that too. You know, you know yourself, you listen to yourself and it may be hard now. You may not be as stable financially in in all other aspects and you may feel lost, but you will find your way slowly but surely. And that's a part of life and you're doing great. And so that's what I would say too. So I really connected with people that said that to me. And then it's funny, there are other people who would say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, that sucks. Like, what are you going to do? You know, (laughs) kind of asking me that. And it's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not judging that because everyone has a different outlook on life. Everyone has different priorities and everyone grew up differently too. You know, like if that, if you kind of feel like you're maybe defined by that, it might be scary to think, oh my gosh, you don't have a job. Like you don't have a full-time job right now. You don't, you still live at home or 
you're not scared what are you gonna do you had a job why would you leave that you know i think it's it's just interesting because i would respond with i'm actually really happy you know i'm scared i don't know what's next but i'm really happy and i know i will find my way i will find other ways for this to work and long term this will be so worth it i don't want to stay here until i'm 50 years old buy that house buy that car impress people and then realize i hate my life it's not what I want to do and I hope no one does that and even if you're working a job you don't like that's okay as long as you're aware of it and you realize that you can make that change I am very aware of that not everyone has that luxury of living at home so I knew with my first full-time job I didn't want to move move out right away because I, I knew I wasn't 100% certain because I didn't really have experience in that industry so that gave me the opportunity to explore it and decide and see if this is what I wanted to do and it's not like I didn't try enough or I didn't stay for a year or long enough like I knew I knew right away but I did give myself a few months in time to explore it for sure but I realized it I really knew I I feel like I'm very in tune with myself so I understood and I felt judged in many ways by people because it seems like oh my gosh you should have stayed for at least a year it looks so bad on your resume be wasting my parents efforts as immigrants as people working so hard to provide a life for my brother and I if I just settled if I stayed in that position and did not actually use my talents and gifts in the best way I could so that would be more of a waste if I just stayed just to prove something to people so I know I've said this story a few times but it really connects with change because I was scared of being judged you know I had that full-time job I posted about it on LinkedIn Facebook how exciting and to all of a sudden say stopped working here on this date or whatever I felt like I would be judged I realized the people I feel most comfortable with and I feel closest to were the ones that would never judge me and who get me which is obvious because you're closest to those who get you but it's the truth I was so able to comfortably celebrate that change with those loved ones and people I felt closest to because when you stop caring about what other people think you become free I felt weird about it at first and that's why I wanted to do this episode because since last June, so many things have changed and even just my mindset, not like, oh, I have to tell people I'm doing this or this and that, you know, I'm like, well, this is what I'm doing. If you think it's weird, okay, (laughs) if you don't get it, that's fine, but this is what I'm doing and I also don't have to explain myself. There are a lot of dreams and goals and ideas I have in mind that I don't share. You know, I'm vulnerable on this podcast, but I don't say everything. And that's not my responsibility to. Another thing that I've noticed and I'm, I read about when researching this was that a lot of people fear losing control. And that comes with, you know, uncertainty in the unknown. Because when you don't know what's, what's to come, you don't have control. You don't have control over what will happen tomorrow. But I like what this researcher Dan Gilbert said. He said, we come into the world with a passion for control and we go out of the world the same way. And research suggests that if we lose the ability to control things at any point between our entrance and our exit, we become unhappy, helpless, hopeless, and depressed. That's very obvious. Times that I felt very sad and lost and scared or the times that I felt out of control. What school am I going to go to? What's my next step? Where am I going next? I had no idea. I felt out of control. For example, staying in that position, staying at that job was very, you know, I would have been would have been a more stable route for sure. I knew where I was going. I knew from that assistant position a year after I could have applied for the next position and then so on and so forth. You know, I think everyone has different values too, and that's something to think about. Some people value stability, some people value freedom, some 
people value being authentic and for me being authentic is so much more important stability is great but if i'm not being authentic to myself it means nothing to me i would much rather make way less money doing something i feel so strongly about than be a millionaire billionaire in something i don't believe in and am unhappy doing and that's just who i am i could never ever settle for something just because other people want me to do it or just because it looks good to other people i don't care you know not in a i don't care about people in my life i care about those around me and i respect their opinions of course but at the end of the day i need to do what is right for me and so i would choose change over that the unknown is terrifying i knew it took me a while to get that full-time position because after college it isn't easy some people may have gone the first position they applied for and that's amazing but for me it took me a while and for most people i think it's not like you apply right away and that's it you apply for jobs and jobs you don't hear back and then you maybe get a position and it's like, wow, why would you even leave that? Why would you leave that? It's as simple as I was not being authentic to my true self, to who I really am. I'm very proud of myself for what I did. And like I said, this is not the case for everyone. If I had an apartment and I did not live at home and I was out of state, I probably would have stayed just to pay to support myself and to live, but I would have found other ways to do my own creative work on the side and to find other options and then eventually leave that position it wouldn't have been the same for sure but I still would have found another way to to make my way out of there into something I did feel passionate about so that also leads to the fear of inadequacy can I do it am I good enough if I leave this position if I start this business if I ask this person out if I start that podcast or that youtube channel if I take that risk am I good enough will I be able to And I also love this quote by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. I love that. I love that. I love that. You must have heard the whole idea that people fear success. People fear happiness. And I think it's so true. I think so many of us are scared to change and to try new things because it will lead us to discovering parts of ourselves we didn't know maybe if i do leave this position and i start this business i will discover that i'm amazing at it and that it can be successful if i do get this divorce and i do finally go date other people maybe i will find out that someone out there is better for me or if i do take this risk maybe i will find out that it was so worth it and as weird as that sounds i think it's so true we fear that there could be something better out there for us that we could be happy When we know something so well, when we know a certain lifestyle and we're comfortable in it, any kind of change that could disrupt our relationships, that could disrupt how we feel is terrifying, even if it means being happy. Because if we're happy and we're moving really forward in our lives, what do we do about the other relationships in our lives? What if we bonded with people who were unhappy? Or what if we bonded with people who were perfect for us at a certain time in our lives but that can't move forward with us or we can't move forward with them whatever it is that's another part of it we lose relationships i think with success too and inner success and outer success whatever you want to call it we lose people in our lives and i've lost people in my life not i don't 
find it depressing at all. I think it's just the reality of I've grown into who I am. I'm a different person and we all grow and we kind of eventually over time, you're not going to be, you may not be friends with someone who you were friends with when you were way younger. And then sometimes you will, but sometimes people grow apart. And if you listen to my last episode with Robin Scott, who is the founder of the Diary of an Empath, I loved her answer when I asked her, what does living your most authentic life mean to you? She says, just being yourself in every moment. She explained too that we put this pressure on being your most authentic self, that you've reached a destination, that's who you are, that's who you always are. And that's not the case. Being your most authentic self is who you are right now. Who you are tomorrow is not going to be the same. You are going to be a different authentic version of yourself tomorrow or with a different group of friends. And it's embracing that. It's embracing that there are changes and life is unpredictable. And so with that and with your experiences, you are going to change. So that's why I say this all the time, but I really, really, really don't like when people say you've changed like it's a bad thing. Obviously, if you've been going down more of a negative, unhealthy path, and I get that because you have loved ones who care for you, want the best for you. But if it has to do with just growing into your own skin and changing and evolving into who you believe you are in this moment, then If someone in your life can't handle that, maybe that's not who you need to have in your life. Maybe you need to embrace that. It's okay to change. It's also okay to not have the same relationships. It's okay to not be the same person you were a long time ago. If anyone makes you feel guilty for that, if anyone makes you feel bad for evolving and growing into yourself, then that's definitely not someone you want in your life. Then that person may be unhappy themselves. They may be stuck in the past. That person may be afraid of change. And that's okay. At the end of the day, you know, that's not your business. And maybe that's what they want. Maybe they just really value stability and don't want any kind of change. And they want that comfort. And that's totally fine. So many people are happy living that way, knowing what they're going to do every day. Same routine. But you can't force that onto anyone. And that's one thing with the show, with everything I talk about, I'm sharing my opinion, I'm sharing my thoughts, but I would never, ever, ever force anything onto anyone. Take this as you would like. I am not here trying to change you or do anything. I am just sharing my thoughts. If you agree, that's great. If you don't, that's great. I respect people's opinions and what they believe. That's one thing to remember too, is that you can't control other people. You can't control situations in the same way that you can't control other people. If other people don't want to grow with you, if other people don't see things the way you do, you have to accept that. And so if you want some kind of change and someone in your life does not support it or they don't get it, you just have to decide how important it is to you and what you're willing to lose for it. And so when it comes to that inadequacy, feeling like, should I start this business? Should I make this huge change? Will I be able to do this? It goes down to trusting yourself, really knowing who you are. I think Everything I talk about on this show relates to knowing yourself. And I hope you, you've you taken that away. Though, If you don't know yourself, you can't have a great relationship. If you don't know yourself, how can you thrive in a career when you don't even know what you want to do? If you don't know yourself, how can you reflect and be the best partner, friend, employee, boss? If you don't know yourself, how can you accept change and be okay with it? How can you face fear and say, I will be okay. I will embrace this and I will move forward with change trusting yourself and knowing that it will be okay you will get through this i will get through this if i don't succeed in this business that's okay it doesn't define me it's scary but that's the risk i'm willing to take if i make those mistakes and things don't work out 
it's okay. It's not the end of the world. And so going into change with the mindset of I am defined by these failures, I am defined by all these mistakes I make, going in with that mindset is, I don't think is healthy. And if anything, keeps most people away from change. Because you think, okay, well, if I make this mistake in my business and it doesn't go well, I'm going to be judged, I'm going to feel inadequate, and I'm not going to be good enough, and it will all be a waste. And that's not the case. If you know yourself and you trust yourself and you know your worth, you'll just think, okay, that's unfortunate, but it happened, and that's a learning experience, and either I can change my route and try something new or move into a different direction completely. So that's up to you, and that all comes with trusting yourself. So going back to the fear of being happy, I think with change, you know, it's scary. We don't know what's going to happen, whether you're leaving an abusive relationship or you're leaving a position you really didn't like. Do you ever think, wow, I could be happy if I do do this? Because yes, obviously it can go downhill and it could be harder than you expected. But what if that becomes the best decision you've ever made? What if that leads you to the right person for you, the person who you will spend the rest of your life with? What if that leads you to discovering your dream job, your dream position? Because sometimes taking that very short-term, short-term scary risk leads to the best long-term outcomes. And that's how I see it. You know, leaving that position could have been the best decision of my life. I already think it was. (laughs) Like, I already think right now it was because I wouldn't have started this podcast I wouldn't have found this position I'm working right now. I wouldn't have discovered myself in so many ways. I wouldn't have gained this confidence and this mindset that I have. I'm going to keep sharing what I have to say. I'm going to keep taking in that feedback and appreciating it, but not letting it define me. And at the same time, I care about everything. I care about everyone's opinions. I care about the people in my life making people happy. But I also care so much about myself that I know who I am and I know that these things don't define me. I think a lot of people are scared of change because they don't want their ego to get in the way. What are people going to say? What if I mess up? It all comes down to that. We all have ego, but when we let it get in the way of our own happiness, that's when it becomes a problem. So realize, although change is terrifying, it's scary. If anything, most times it's unpredictable, so you have to learn to deal with it. You have to learn to embrace change. So remember this, you can't control every situation or outcome, but you can control how you react. It's interesting too because in the research I was doing, I found that our brains prefer predictable negative consequences over uncertain outcomes. We would rather know something bad's going to happen than not know, which is so crazy, but I mean, it, it makes sense. At least we feel in control. At least we kind of know what's going to happen. But doesn't that excite you to think, I don't know what's going to happen? That can come with the scary aspects of it, but that can also come with the most beautiful crazy dreams you may have what's going to happen what's going to happen with that so i want to leave you with this quote by lao tzu i really hope i said that right (laughs) that says if you do not change your direction you may end up where you are going and i absolutely love that and if anything as comfortable as i may be in certain aspects of my life i am pushing myself to be uncomfortable I am ready to try new things. I am ready for things that will be scary, will be hard. I'm aware that things will come in my life that will be hard. There will be more loss. There will be more struggles. That's part of life. But there's also so many exciting parts of my life to look forward to. And that's the same with you. So I hope you are embracing change. You are not trying to resist it. And you are ready to move forward despite it. 
let go and realize that you can't control everything, but you can control how you react. And at the end of the day, you are not defined by your mistakes. You are not defined by the change that happens in your life. You are not defined by things that don't go your way. You are so much more than that. And change is beautiful. Change is scary, terrifying, beautiful. And I look forward to growing as a person with every change that happens in my life. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please feel free to leave a review or rating on the podcast. That would mean so much. On Apple iTunes, you can leave a star rating or a view and I would appreciate it tremendously. You can find me on Instagram at tara.mont or the Instagram for this podcast at Trust and Thrive. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic, and if you were able to take anything away, you can send me a message, and please let me know what kind of guests you would like to have on the show as well. I will be coming back on next week with a guest, which is very exciting, and I will keep you all updated, so make sure to follow those Instagram accounts, and if you would like to be a part of the email list, which will keep you updated as well and provide you with some weekly self-reflection, You can send me a message on any social media platform with your email and I will add you on to that list so you can stay updated. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a great start to your June and I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.